Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, hello, everybody. Hope you are doing well today. Staying cool in the seat. We are doing a quick shout out to Mayo Pack, New York. All right. Yay, Mayo Pack. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Thanks for sharing. You are awesome. All right. Another pretty place to go. You can check us out at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can text or call 251-244-4645. Or you can email us at drjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. What you got for us today? World's smallest, smallest man and a, a woman with the longest legs. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, Ping Ping from Mongolia. Okay. was the world's smallest man right. measuring 29.3 inches. Oh, wow. Svetlana mm-hmm. Pakratova from Russia oh, okay. had the world's longest legs, officially, measuring 4 feet 4 inches. That is some long legs. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Okay. Most people dancing Michael Jackson's Thriller. <laughs> thriller! I used to love that song. Guinness World's record for the most people dancing to Michael Jackson's Thriller is 13,597, which was achieved in a performance by Michael Jackson uh, impersonator Hector Jackson with thousands of people at the Monument of the Revolution in Mexico City, August 29, 2009. So is he related to Michael Jackson? I don't don't think so. Okay. Have you ever danced Thriller? Thriller. Have you? No. Thriller night. Have you ever done no, that? No, I haven't. I haven't. I, I have. Mm-hmm. They taught it to our kids at Moorhead Primary, and we did it all together. It was pretty funny. I, I did more of the watching than the dancing, though. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. So what are we talking about today? When is it time to cut ties or... or you know, start uh, thinking about doing something differently with relationships when enough is enough. Moving on. Okay. Moving on down the hill. Oh, oh, oh. That's really awful. Uh, That's really awful. Talk about the topic rather than singing. Okay. All right. Knowing when enough is enough to protect yourself from hurt and sadness can be complex and difficult. But we do need to know. Mm Mm-hmm. So we need to consider this. Uh, here's some some consideration. Okay. Number one is physical and emotional well-being. True. If a situation or a relationship is consistently causing physical or emotional harm, it's important to prioritize your well-being. True. Makes sense. Absolutely. Maybe you need to cut ties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number two, boundaries establishing. Maybe boundaries continually are being crossed Mm. and you establish boundaries you have healthy boundaries but the person or persons continually cross boundaries that is not good maybe it's time to cut ties maybe so repetitive patterns that continue to be hurtful cycle of hurt sadness caused the same type of situations uh, or relationship okay could be an indicator that you need to make a change. I can see that. Definitely. Yeah. Personal growth hindrances. Okay. 
You know, this would be maybe you feel that you cannot grow anymore mm-hmm. or you're not able to grow at all. Right. You know, family members, friends or whatever won't let you grow. Right. And so this situation inhibits the personal growth mm-hmm. or prevents it. Mm-hmm. And it may be time to make changes. True, true. Yeah. Self-reflection. Mm. You know, well, I, I think ways of dealing with this is, is you need a support system, right? Oh, you you definitely need a support system because, I mean, if you're in a relationship like, like this, you cannot go it alone. You have to have help. I think a lot of times when you go into into life care too, mm-hmm. where uh, you know there's a lot of toxicity or trying to work together and there's none. Yeah, that can be very difficult. Yeah, very difficult. So yes. support systems huge. Friends, yeah, family, yes. a church, right? Yeah, professionals. Because I think a person in this type of situation. Uh, most often will isolate themselves mm-hmm. and not have that support system because either they're nervous that people won't believe them or they just are so down on themselves that they don't feel like they have any worth of being around other people. Um, I think both of those situations can happen when a person is in this type of relationship uh, with others, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. So you know, you cut, can sit, go, ahead. go ahead. Well, you, go sorry, ahead. you just cut yourself off from the world, I think, and and you have to be careful with that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's toxic, and yeah. you don't need that. Right. Sorry to interrupt you. Go you ahead. need people that are going to encourage you, mm-hmm. support you, right, and be there for you. You don't need to have the, um, you know, uh, basically people that are going to bulldoze you over. Oh, right, yeah. right, not good. I mean, if you look at this, Jesus, in his ministry, he is the ultimate example. Yes, he is. And he dealt with all this. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he, you know, even in his home, his hometown, his own family. Right. Because he was limited with growth. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was, in many ways, being emotional, his emotional well-being was being affected. Yes. They denied him as who he was. They're trying to keep him away from ministry. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and so many times families do that. You don't think it's going to be like that, but so many times that does happen, unfortunately. And boundaries. Uh, the Pharisees kept on crossing boundaries. Yes. Um, yeah. Definitely. I also think self-reflection helps with this. You know, you got a support system, listen to wise counsel. Mm-hmm. Also, self-reflection. Regular self-reflection, I think, can help assess whether a situation is causing you harm rather than good. Uh, it could be writing a journal or doing your own progress with your life and where's it mm-hmm. going. It mm-hmm. could be talking it over with a therapist, mm-hmm. a Christian therapist. Definitely. Um, but self-reflection, really, paying attention to those emotions, those feelings, thoughts. And uh, overall, your well, full well-being. Do you feel like most people don't really know how to do self-reflection? When, when you're talking to people yeah. um, in your practice, 
do you feel like they just don't quite understand how to do it? Can you explain a little bit? I about think you? everyone struggles with this since we have, mm-hmm. you know, technology, the tele- uh, cell phones, the right. computers, a fast-paced society. I think it's quite, quite difficult uh, right. to, to really just reflect. But I, I think we need to. I think right. we need to turn off um, the technology. Mm-hmm. We need to be alone. Right. Um, we need to ask questions. You know, how's my relationship with God? Mm. Where am I going? Mm-hmm. How's my, what's keeping me from achieving my goal? I like that. And listening to God, listening through prayer, listening right. through the, reading the word, listening through other people that are wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think we do that well. I don't think so. I think, as you pointed out, we're so surrounded by the noise of mm-hmm. life that we don't know how to be silent and unfocused, not unfocused. You know what I mean with unfocused. We're, we're, we're constantly focused on our technology. We're constantly focused on our thoughts and what we're listening. And so we've got to learn how to unplug and get our focus off those things and our focus on God. Um, and, and I think it, it, it definitely take it. You have to be intentional with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's important that we all try to do that at least once a week and, and have that time of self-reflection and time with God, having that time of quiet, because if we never quiet our brains, how are we really going to hear from God? No, you're exactly right. And I think a lot of people aren't doing it. Yeah. You know, TVs are always on. Mm -hmm. Um, Radios are always on. Nothing wrong with that. No. But I think we need to quiet our mind. Yeah, definitely. Listen to your intuition. Mm -hmm. Uh, Trust your gut. Your gut's usually right. Why do you think are people so afraid to trust their gut? Takes faith. I guess so. And we we love comfort. Mm -hmm. We love um security right safety mm-hmm. and what we know is a lot easier than what we don't know even if that it's a little true. uncomfortable that is true that is very true good point and i think that's why god when he's using people will find those people very uncomfortable that they're ready to pull their hair out <laughs> and and yeah. god kind of does that and allows that to move mm-hmm. them in different areas and sometimes he'll put us in that type of situation to make us uncomfortable uh, to be ready to move. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. True, Otherwise, true. we wouldn't do it. We wouldn't make Absolutely. that leap. Right. Right. Yeah. So God has given us that sixth sense, for lack of mm-hmm. a better way of explaining it. That may be a new age word. It's not trying right. to be new age. No. But he gives us that gut, that intuition for a reason. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yes. I also think time and effort, mm-hmm. you know, the amount of time and effort you've already invested in trying to improve a situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it's consistently put in a lot of effort and energy and without positive, you know, positive change, mm-hmm. then maybe it's time to reevaluate that. True. True. Yeah. And of course, professional help. Yeah, definitely. And as we've talked before, hopefully the stigma is a little bit better on people seeking that professional help. I think it is. I I think that uh, if you say, oh, I talked to my therapist the other day, people's eyes don't get as big as they used to. 
which is good because that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Seeking that professional Christian professional help is really important to, to help you get on the right track with your life. Definitely. So ultimately the decision to protect yourself uh, from hurt and sadness is personal. Yeah. It's a personal one, but it, it should is. be based on the belief that um, your overall well-being would be better off. Right. Right. You Very know, good. Pr- prioritize your self-care, mm-hmm. set boundaries, make choices that support your mental and emotional health. Yes. And and then once again, if you're struggling to make decisions, consider mm-hmm. seeking support from a trusted individuals that are wise, professionals, yes. or seek guidance tailored to uh, your specific situation. Very true. Very true. Yeah. This one's shorter than usual. I, I think we have shorter ones and we have longer mm-hmm. ones, but you know, it's all good. They all work out. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this can also help us remember that God can take your mess, turn to a message for your glory, for his good. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you have a great day. Goodbye. Um <clears throat>